Hey, I'm Taylor Dorson, and this is the Professional Technical Interviewee. Technical interviews are hard, and every company does them differently. On this show, I interview engineering leaders to see what they look for in technical candidates, and then they perform a real technical interview with me. My guest today is Veronica Vitran. She's the CEO and founder of Tango Coach, based out of the Chicagoland area. We talk about what she's looking for when hiring and trying to find a culture fit for Tango Coach, and how she got her first job. I hope you enjoy. Welcome, Veronica. How are you? Very good. Thank you. How are you doing? Good. Good. Thanks so much much for being here. Uh, guest today is Veronica Boutron, um, who is currently the CEO and co-founder of Tango Code, which is a software development agency um, focused on like web and mobile applications based out of Chicago, who also has a big focus on cultural diversity and diversity within um, the, the company. And then before that, for many years, you were with GeneXus uh, as a co-founder, CTO, owner, I think probably everything, right? Did I miss anything? <laughs> yeah, well, I also make coffee. That's okay. Uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you can get it all done, right? <laughs> Great. Um, well, can you share just a little bit about Tango Code and kind of obviously your role has probably grown and changed over your time there, um, but a little bit about Tango Code and kind of what you do at the company? Yeah, sure. So in Tango Code, we are, we are a small company. We are about kind of 40 people. Uh, we do have offices in Chicago and also Uruguay, Ecuador, and Argentina. Hmm. So we have people working uh, from LATAM and also uh, from Chicago. Uh, so we started, uh, Tango Code really started as a company where we had been in software development for quite a while before, you know, with John Access and we were uh, offering services, custom development services around our product. And we, we wanted to change the way we work. We felt that um, we have learned better ways of how to work and we wanted to build a company with the premise that we were going to have fun and be proud of the work and provide good value to our clients. So the, the genesis when we started with Tango Code was the idea of saying, okay, what is all what we learn? How do, what are all the things that we don't want to do anymore, right? And uh, what are the things that we, we want to do and how do we want to work? And one of the big, big uh, emphasis and focus in Tango Code was team collaboration. Mm. It's like we felt that because we were already, when we were in Access USI, we had Chicago and Uruguay, and we were working as if we were two disparate companies, right? Mm. Uh, Chicago, the U.S. will talk to clients, will do something, send specs, and then they will go and build stuff. And we basically were like two separate heads, didn't talk to each other, and many times didn't even understand each other. Sure. But we were the same company, so we really wanted to kill that and with the idea of doesn't matter where you are, we are a team and everybody in the team has good ideas. And, you know, and if you don't have a good ideas, you shouldn't be working in the company to start with. You know what I mean? So sure. with that premise, that's basically what, uh, how we started in time. Record. Yeah. I love that. And that's, it's so interesting because we see so often in, 
I mean, all companies, but especially tech companies, you know, you have your core values on the wall somewhere, right? Or, or whatever the, the things your company's supposed to stand for. But it's so rare to actually see someone, you know, acting on those or actually implementing those day to day. So it's interesting to see like, oh, this was very much kind of trying to rise from the ashes and maybe something that was like that before to actually making sure that that's a part of the day-to-day work life there, right? Of like actually caring and actually um, putting those things into place. Yep. Yeah, it is definitely um, many times it is exactly uh, as you said, right? Uh, But then you have the contrary, right? At the beginning, they go, what is your big vision for the company? I was like, have fun. (laughs) <laughs> respect each other and give good value to our clients it didn't sound like the you know this like i discover the the thing but yeah definitely it was we started with values yeah that's great and and what is your pathway into technology did you go the traditional computer science route or were you more self-taught or what did that look like so I, I went the traditional route. So I, I went uh, computer science and university uh, back in Uruguay, where I come from, uh, many, many years ago. Um, started, um, but very early on, I, I, I felt I was lucky, I guess. Like I started working in a startup and um, that was how, you know, kind of like I got my first job. Mm-hmm. And um it was a generator, so it wasn't something simple, you know. They they had like this software product that generated code, and um, they, they they had a thesis, you know. So in like I'm sure here too, like when you are at the end of your career, you can do projects in real companies from the mm-hmm. university. So to do your thesis, and they had different candidates, and this company was one of them. Um, and I read about it, couldn't really understand much, but it, one thing caught my attention about the type of machine. And I knew mm-hmm. that I needed to learn about that machine. So I go into the interview, really, really wanted to get the, the work, right? And um, go there, didn't understand much of what they were explaining me. Uh, and I got it. And I was so excited about it. And then I started working with them, which is basically was to Nexus that then brought me to the U.S. actually. Uh, nice. and, uh, and they still are a huge. Now it's like uh, one of the biggest software companies in Uruguay. They are in 27 countries. They became huge. Um, it, many, many years afterwards, uh, I, was, I had a really good um, a relationship with the president. And I asked him, I was like, it was clear that I didn't understand what you were talking about. So how did I got the job, right? Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, and this taught me, the reason why I'm telling you is because this, this taught me something. He was like, well, you call at 7 p.m. And then uh, I asked you when you could come. And then you said, could you be right now? Then you came in here and you you know, you were very excited about it. And he's like, and I know I could teach you what you don't know, but I know I cannot teach you to be passionate. Mm. And that's what I saw in you. I was like, okay, point taken. (laughs) That's what I need to look for. Yeah, that's great. I think it's a a great story too, because so often you're 
especially if you're hiring for early career folks, it's you're hiring for almost potential, right? You, you don't really care what they can do day one, as long as they know how to learn, right? Cause it's, it's what they can do 365 days into the job or two years into the job or three years into the job, right? That's what you're actually kind of looking for, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So in my path, I started with them uh, about um, doing training on the product and helping clients use their product. And then uh, I liked it to, uh, I, I like to travel. So they started to go international. They started to go, you know, uh, at the beginning, Latam, like uh, Argentina and, and Paraguay and whatever they, they will say, uh, we need a training. I will be like, you know, hands up. So yeah. then when they got to the U.S., I did the same thing. And I came here to um, help the clients, you know, with the product. And that's how I started to get more into the consulting side and closer to the business piece. Yeah, great. And I usually ask folks um, how you landed your current job, but was this, uh, obviously you helped found this company, right? So it's, it's a little bit of a different process, right? It's not like you're going through a, a traditional technical interview, right? Yeah, I did the technical interview because it was, it was um, so that first, uh, I did the technical interview with them mm-hmm. uh, to get the, the to get the job in the company through this like that the president actually hired me knowing that I didn't know much but it was right, a right. potential um, then when I came to the U.S. after I came to the U.S. as an employee for them mm-hmm. and then as a uh, time passed I had they you know I had the opportunity to add services I wanted to do consulting services and that's when I became independent and have my own company but the first, the first time I started working with them was basically as an employee. So, so yeah, yeah, uh, great. But have you done technical interviews lately for Tango Code or for your, for your team? Yeah. So I, I uh, depending on the role of what we hire, I am part of the of the interview process for sure. In general. So we have different types of, of uh, interviews. So we have about like four different types of interviews, three or four, depending on the role, and then a code challenge, pretty much always, regardless of the role. Uh, I normally at this point, because of what we were talking about and because of the part of the potential, I normally take the culture interview. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you typically evaluating? Obviously, passion, right? That that's one thing. What are, what else are you typically evaluating for in those interviews? So, it actually, things that you that you mentioned, uh, exactly things that you mentioned, are very very important uh, for me, and that's why I take the culture interview. Uh, it is important to understand what the person is passionate about. Mm. It is important to understand uh, how the person learns. Because in tech, especially, it's, it's not that relevant what you know today. Mm-hmm. What it's relevant is that you do have an engine of learning and that you do have the desire of being better every day and that you have a high bar for what it is right, you know, and, and that you are passionate. So those really are the things that, that we look. 
of course that you know depending on the role you know if we're looking for somebody that is going to guide people yeah of course we we look for um you know a specific experience but um in in beginner roles it really doesn't really matter where you study or, or what you study as long as you have uh as you have those characteristics we are a very big in um so in Tango Code, we, we do, you know, agile development like everybody else says they do, but we do it seriously. We, we mm -hmm. literally believe in what agile development starts for, uh, for what it stands for. It, it connects to our values and our ideals. And one of the big things is continuous improvement. Mm -hmm. So that continuous improvement in code, you can't have continuous improvement in code if you don't have the continuous improvement thinking. Yeah. You know, so yeah. that's basically what we look for. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Do you, maybe this is difficult on kind of on the other side of the table, but do you have things that stand out to you? Like, like if you see, I mean, obviously there's having commits on GitHub or being able to show a project or a portfolio, right? But do you have other ways that it's clear when, you, when you're talking to someone like, oh, clearly this person's passionate, right? Or like, oh, I can tell that they really care about this thing, right? I guess, what are you looking for as far as like, how can they actually show that? So literally we have questions designated to that. So yeah. we ask, and during the questions, we ask about, uh, and I'm like in the culture interview, I'm very like frank about it. You know, it's an interview, you know, yeah. you're going to show your best face and I'm not going to get to, to, to know about you. Right. So I, I try to get, I try to, what I try to do, I, I really believe on this, but I try to do is like when you're in an interview is it, it normally you think about it's a one-sider thing, right? There's the interviewee trying to uh, impress the interviewer, right? And I'm basically trying to say, don't do that because you're here because you think Tango Code is a good fit, but you don't know, right? And the worst thing that could happen to you is go to a company that is not a good fit because you're losing time. So these, we are equals here. We're both trying to find out is this a good place for you or not? You know, so don't focus on trying to impress me because then we, you are going to mislead me and it's going not to be good for you. Mm. You know, I don't believe that people are a bad hire. They're just a bad fit. People are, mm. you know, are good. You, we, you either didn't, realize that you you company were not a good place for that individual mm -hmm. right for them to succeed everybody has a path to succeed everybody has a possibility of being much better than what they are it, you know the context has a lot to do with that right and maybe what that person needed for them to be the best version of themselves is not what you could provide so oh. i i try to go through from that point of view, it's like, help me be sure that together we figure out if this is a good place for you. So how do you learn? How do you feel respected? What do you value? 
in life? What do you value at work? So those are the things that I try to, to uh, uncover in the interview, but really not as a task. I always said there's not a good or, you know, there's not a right or wrong answer. It's, it's really about like, are we at a good place for you or not? Great. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I think that that's um, open-ended enough that they, people can answer in a variety of different ways, right? And hopefully you can pull what you need to from those questions. That's great. As far as the, the process, you said there's, there's always a, a coding challenge, right? You always have a cultural. What are the other steps in the interview process for Tango Code? So in the steps, so we have like the, uh, in the different steps of, of our processes. So it starts with a filter and a phone call. So we normally have kind of like a filtering uh, call. Just don't even try to, you know, don't, everybody's time is valuable. Let's just not try to spend time if we're not even aligned in the hello, right? Mm -hmm. You know, we we are a remote first company. You're looking for uh, a place that has an office. Okay. It's not going to work. You know what yeah. I mean? So those basic things. So we have a, a, a filtering in the phone call. And then from there on, what we have is we invite the, uh, the person to be with us about three hours. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's why we tell them, hey, let's really be sure that they filter and we're all good. So we're going to both of us spend like about three hours together. And uh, we go through with different types of, of interviews. Uh, we, um, we do um, work interview. So what is the work experience? And if you haven't had a work experience, any type of experience that, that um, illustrates that it gets you here, right? So maybe you're self-taught. Okay, great. Tell us about that. Maybe you, if this is your first job, but you have done some projects for mm -hmm. yourself. Tell us about that. So it's really about what you have done from a work perspective. You know, um, we also have the cultural interview, which is the one I was mentioning. And then we also have like the tech interview, which is questions according to the role. You know, mm -hmm. different questions to under, to see, you know, according to what we're expecting the person to know in the role, do they, do they know it? And then every interview is, um, it goes to the next one. So it's a stop or continue. So interview one, if you don't feel so uh, that that person has the characteristics that we're looking, it will not go to the next interview. Yeah. So every interview is a stopgap. And then if passes all that, then we do the code challenge. To, to flip the sides of the table, in the past, uh, uh, when you've done technical interviews, when you were the interviewee, right? How do you think you did? Did you, you know, think you did really well? Did you hate technical interviews? Um, somewhere in between? So I, um, again, when, and it might have been a different thing because of, my path when i did my interview i was it was my first job mm -hmm. right so it wasn't too much about what i knew what i knew was what i learned from the university mm -hmm. uh but it was about i i think i did good in the sense like i always tried to connect with a person personally you know as a, as a, as a person yeah uh, that's just a, a characteristic of who i am and I bring that to my interview. I, I was never, um, 
I always, you know, think that it, it's really, you know, a people relationship, right? Especially work, you're going to see people like all the time. Yeah. So I, I felt I did okay, but I didn't do that many. You know what I mean? I didn't right. do that many. And it had been like many, many years ago. I don't know how I would do today <laughs> in the work environment. I don't know. Sure, sure. Do you have any, uh, obviously having been on the other side of the table a lot, interviewing folks um, over the years, do you have any advice or tips for people who are going into technical interviews? Obviously, make a human connection, right? That's a huge one. If you can actually make it a, a conversation between two people instead of just, here's a question, code away, right? For for us, at least for us in, in Tango Grad, I would say absolutely the the human uh, connection. And I know some things, you know, I know something sounds cliche, but they're real. That's a problem, right? The be yourself mm-hmm. is a, I really think that think about this is not, I'm trying to impress you is we are trying to find out if this is a good thing for me. Mm-hmm. So for me, you know, the, the interview, the interviewee, and so I think that's what it is important to bring in, you know, it's important to, yes, show what you like to do, but be sure that you, uh, you're showing because you like it, you know, you're showing what you're passionate about because you like it, because what you're trying to do is find out what you are passionate about. Is that important for that company or not? Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I will be less worried about, you know, if the answer was right or wrong. If a company, it's looking just for if the answer is right or wrong. I don't know if it would be a good company for you to learn, you know, because it should be about the process. Hmm. You know, the, the, for us, for example, when we do technical interviews, maybe the person gives us the wrong answer at the end or the answer that we were not expecting, but we highlight the thought process that the person did. So many times we will say, it's clear that they don't know about architecture of this. Mm -hmm. However, the way that when they got a question that they didn't know and the process that they walk us through, it made me think that that, you know, that he or she does a you know a really good job at taking a, a problem and breaking it and understanding how to get to somewhere. So it's yeah. really about the process, not you know. Yeah, I think that's hard to keep in mind, right? When you're you're in the interview seat where you're thinking, oh, I have to get the right answer. I have to get the right answer, right? And it's really more so. Let me show how I would come to a solution, right? Or like what I'm thinking, right? That's what someone really cares about. Because at the end of the day, that's what the job is, right? You're not going to look at some task you've been assigned and go, oh, I got the answer. Let me just type it up, right? It's now I have to think through what are the steps I would take? Oh, I don't know how to do that exactly. Let me figure that out. Do some more research, right? And that's what hopefully an interview is trying to to gauge, right? Yes. It's it's show your thought process. Let's put it that way, right? Yeah. Show your thought process. And the, 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 the less sure you are about the question, the more you should show your, your thought process. You know? sure. If you're totally like, yeah, whatever, you know, if the question is like, you know, it's impossible to get it wrong, it's something that you would just answer it, right? But the, the less sure you are about the answer, 
the more is where you should show your thought process. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Do you, do you have any um, different advice or the same advice for early career folks? I mean, people who maybe this is their first job or kind of second job within the tech industry? Um, yeah, so if you're if it is your first or your second job uh, in the tech industry, you are definitely and without a doubt looking for an environment that will support you in learning. Right. So your first job, it's is only to learn. <laughs> I always say that uh, when it is your first job is we have an understanding, which it is the understanding is going to be for the first six months, me company, I'm going to give you more than what you're going to give me. <laughs> then the next six months, right? Hopefully we get a little bit even. And then after that, you will give me a little bit more than what I gave you. And then we will go to the next position. Sure. <laughs> That's kind of like how, how it, in a high level, I think it works. Or, uh, so it, it is very, very important that you actually get that. You yeah. know, who you're going to work with. Uh, how you're going to, you know, what process do they have to support uh, new people, you know. Not only their onboarding process, but um, I will ask about those things, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I think my, my first um, software development job, like they, they didn't necessarily have the greatest infrastructure in place for onboarding new people, but it was a very supportive environment. And I, you know, a lot of people have fear, anxiety going into their first job of like, oh, there's so much I don't know, right? Or you get stuck with something that you're like, I feel like I shouldn't be stuck with setting up my development environment or whatever it might be, right? Um, but having someone on the other side who's like helpful and not judgmental in those things, just from a, I don't know, a mental health perspective is, is huge, right? Because you, instead of like staring at the ceiling at three o'clock in the morning going, I can't believe I didn't get anything done today. Um, you can be like, okay, well, I learned something. I learned what not to do <laughs> and we'll figure out tomorrow what to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we, we are pretty big on, especially being like in remote, mm -hmm. the idea of communicate, 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 you know, yeah. don't get stuck by yourself. We, you know, we understand that you are new on this. E e even from our point, like we have custom development and then we also have a product. So we have a, you know, a digital marketing uh, product mm -hmm. and it, it's so much easier when you start something from scratch than then when you have to jump into something that it's already built and maybe it's big. So many times I've said, even if we know you have experience, so not even your first job, but sometimes depends on the type of job or like, we understand that you have experience, you know, you know how to code, you know, all this, you have it done. But we also understand you're getting into this platform that had been built for the last two, three years, right? Mm -hmm. Don't get stuck. It makes sense that you don't know, you know, that it's going to take, you know, some months to get where you can move freely. So over communicate. Yeah, I, I actually, 
I want that like tattooed or stamped or something on the on the wall or on put on all job descriptions. It's like six months, um, like you're getting more from us and we're getting from you. The next six months, hopefully it's even. And after that, like you actually start to, you know, make some progress. Like I wish that was more upfront at a lot of places because that I think that is true, really, regardless of the company, regardless of the role. Maybe if you're really senior, maybe you can jump into a little bit faster, but often you're thrown at larger problems too, where it's all of a sudden, you know, it's not just getting up and running on this simple thing you're getting up and running on something while you're managing people and you're you know you're trying to do architecture for a new platform you don't know anything about right so there's this complexities too absolutely absolutely and and yes uh, uh, yeah absolutely I, I really wish that from our job perspective we could be more honest when we talk about yeah because uh, for us for example that's why we totally get that people will change work and all that right but having this understanding it's it's also like if this is a stepping stone let's not even you know if somebody is going to change or you know only one time i think it happened two times actually not that where life happened that somebody within the last six months will will uh change that for us for sure is a a loss Mm -hmm. because we didn't get to the point where we were more, you know, so it's very, very important from the company and the person to to at least have an understanding, right? Yeah. If you're not very sure and you, you're taking this job because the one that you really wanted said no, try not to do that to a company. Yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> because, you know, you're not going to be able to give them as much value as you think at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. You got to pay the bills, but you know, maybe there's a better way. (laughs) Uh, Well, before we um, take a break and then move into the technical portion, uh, you know, is there any interview horror stories you have in the past that maybe, you know, terrified job seekers can relate to and think, okay, well, at least it won't be that bad. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So it's funny. Again, this is all about focusing on the potential. Mm-hmm. But uh, I always, uh, this person still works with us and it's just an ongoing joke that we had. But uh, of like, how you got to hire? <laughs> how do you get to? It's an awesome in- investment we have done. I- incredible person, human being, had been awesome, you know, uh, I think for us. But I always, I would tell him, I said, like, if you ever, you know, don't, you know, you don't work with us. Don't do that in an interview. <laughs> <laughs> so I did this interview and it was for an internship. So mm-hmm. you're, you accommodate yourself for, you know, it was even internship, right? Yeah. And we were trying to decide it was going to be a paid internship and it's going to be, uh, you know, we always, we normally do paid internships, right? The idea of somebody working for free would be only if it's your kid, maybe, you yeah. know? Um, so it was technically going to be like a paid interview. We do this interview and, and I knew, didn't know that much. It was new thing, but then I go and, and it's like, okay, so what did you do in your last job? Right. Or Mm. what, what was the thing that you did carry boxes? And I was like, we're a tech company. Do you know you you know you interview for a tech company? Tell, <laughs> tell me something related to tech. 
you know, not that you carry boxes. And then I was like, but it really was trying to make this work. So I was like, okay, why you were carrying boxes? And then we got to something substantial because it's yeah. like I was carrying boxes because I was the stronger in the team. And in the team, we needed to do this. And I was the biggest and the stronger. So for me to carry boxes wasn't that big of a deal. While other people in the team, I was like, okay, we got somewhere. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You got a team player instead of just a... Uh... <laughs> you, you can take a carrying boxes, become a team player answer. Yeah. That's the, the, you know, the moral of the story, you know, is dig deep a little bit in your answer you know i yeah. was there and i was curious so i went the next step but if i would have gone the next step that was uh not going to end up well yeah. and I, i'm very very glad it did because then yeah. it became an awesome relationship but uh just go a little bit further <laughs> sure sure Great. Well, let's take a quick break here and then when we come back, we'll move into the technical portion. All right. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you for watching the first half of the professional technical interviewee. The technical interview will be released one week from this episode. So be sure to subscribe to make sure you don't miss it. New episodes are released on the first four Thursdays of each month. Find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash Dorset or on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on new episodes. And remember, keep practicing.